Good morning, good morning, good morning, dear future husband podcast. This is your girl Sada, and I'm gonna be talking um, this morning about domestic violence and the the seriousness of and the dangers of a relationship of that sort. I know a few people personally that were victims of the of domestic violence. Excuse me. And I know how, including myself, and I know that it's hard to get out of. But the thing about it is, it's not only women that are being abused these days. Men are being abused too. There are some men who are in in abusive relationships. And I will tell anybody, whether it's a male or female, get out of it. If a person is showing signs of domestic violence, If a person is showing signs of being overly controlling, if a person is showing anger problem signs, if a person is um, unrealistically, you know, demanding of stuff and, you know, aggressive with their tone, like, okay, you're not a child. And it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. You are not a child and you have the right to choose not to be in a toxic relationship okay you don't have to feel like you're stuck okay um one of the main tactics of an abuser from what i've experienced okay it's been a long time since i've been in an abusive relationship because once it happened it was like i would never go through this again i would never go through this again um, one of the main tactics in it that an abuser uses is mental. Okay, they will be, you know, in the beginning, they're perfect. In the beginning, they're so nice and sweet and caring. And, you know, they, they, they love bomb you. A lot of times, people who are abusive, they, in the beginning, they, they love bomb you. And when I say that, they just... They're really clingy, especially in the beginning. You know, it's, you're so perfect. You're so nice. They know all the word, the right words to say. They're attentive. You know, they're respectful. They're giving you the whole 100% um, Prince Charming vibe in the beginning. Okay? Or Princess Queen or whatever you want to call her in the beginning. And it's like, it's happening too fast. You might feel it's happening too fast, but a lot of people have been single for so long that they love that beginning stage because it's fun. But as the relationship progresses, as the years or months or however long, you know, it goes by, you start seeing another side of that person. You start seeing a side of that person that you've never seen or that you thought you would never see. And that's what happened to me. Um, I was with my abuser for close to two years before I saw that side of him. I would have never thought in a million years that I would have been in, a, in an abusive relationship, okay, with somebody who seemed to be Mr. Perfect in the beginning. I mean, I mean, I mean, it was devastating to me because I had never experienced nothing like this in my life. I had never in my life um, even seen a woman get abused before so for me to 
get punched in the face, for me to get spit on, for me to get kicked, for me to get called all kind of, you know, vulgar names by somebody that once was treating me and, and dining me and what, you know, no, I was embarrassed to tell anybody because you don't want people to know that's happening to you. You don't want people to know that that's happening to you. You don't want people to know that this perfect image relationship that you portrayed for years that now this is a monster that you're living with. But I will say this, okay? If you're with someone and they're abusive, you might as well go ahead and leave because I can promise you it's only gonna get worse. And there are other types of abuse other than just physical. You have emotional, okay? You have um, financial abuse, that's a such thing. You have um, just mental abuse. I mean, it's so many different types of abuse. An example of emotional abuse is, okay, they, they classify it as gaslighting. That's what, you know, that's the term that's used for that. Um, a person might do something that they know is bothering you or something that they know that you've complained about in the past, and they just do it. They do, they do it purposely just to get you in an uproar. Or they do things or say things that they know that you don't like or that's hurtful to you to get you in an uproar. And it's funny to them. You know, it's funny to them and they might make it seem like, you know, you're going crazy. Or what's wrong with you? Or why are you acting like that? You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I've told you that bothers me. But you continue to do it. That's They do things purposely just to get a reaction out of you. That's a, a sign of gaslighting. <clears throat> okay, mental. Okay, another example of abuse is they might they lie. Uh, abusers are liars. They might say they did something. For instance, I'm trying to see how can I say it. You know how you might tell a person to do something and they don't do it or they didn't do it or whatever I'm just using this for an example and they'll come to you after the fact and say and you might ask them did they do it or did you ever finish that or whatever and they'll say oh you didn't tell me to do that knowing they forgot to do it but they making you feel like you're going crazy by you didn't tell me to do that like I'm just using that for an example like they will they will play mind games like that They'll play mind games to make you feel like, you know, <clears throat> I don't, you didn't tell me this or you didn't do this. I know you didn't. And at the end of the day, you know in your mind you did. And, but they, they're so serious about saying that they you didn't. They just want to play mind games with you. They steal from you. Abusers steal from you. Some of them do. Not all, but some of them do. They'll hide stuff from you to make you feel like, you know, you're losing your mind. They're abusive toward the children, the way they talk to the kids, you know, the whole nine. It's a lot of abuse in relationships. Some people don't realize it, though. Um, Just the way they talk to you. My abuser talked to me like I was a dog. Like, after the fact, like, after the, the punching and hitting and kicking and spitting and hiding my keys and all kind of crazy stuff went on. 
I continued to stay because I didn't have a family. My family is not close-knit at all. So I stayed with my abuser because it was really for convenience. Because I knew I didn't have anywhere else to go. And that's why me having four daughters, I would never, I would never, I would never make them feel as if they can never come back home. Never. You know, because you never know what a person is going through. And sometimes kids... Whether they grown or not, they don't always tell their parents everything. You know, they might need to come back home to get away from somebody. So, my door will always be open for my children. But, you know, that's another thing. Like, abusers, they, they try to use your family against you. I even had a girl tell me once that her abuser wouldn't allow her to take a bath when he wasn't at home. She could only bathe when he was home. And I was baffled as to what sense does that make you know i'm a grown woman i'm of age i'm over the age of 30 years old over the age of 18 you know and i can't bathe until you're home you have to um basically supervise me taking a bath you know some things are unacceptable it's a difference between being submissive and being abused okay and that's abuse um a lot of times people think, because, you know, being submissive means weakened. No, you can be submissive. Submissive is totally different from allowing a man to abuse you or allowing a female to abuse you. I can't forget about the fellas. Okay? So don't allow that. Don't even open the door for that. Once you see and once they do it once, leave. No second chances because guess what? If they do it once they'll do it again it might not happen for years later that happened to me too okay my abuser stopped abusing me after so many times after years of abuse and then i thought he was done i thought that would never happen again and it happened again out the blue so that lets me know it was always in him to do it he just you know it's not gonna stop most of the time people that are abusers are dealing with childhood issues it's important you all and i'm telling you this and this is the god and it's true it's important to deal with someone <clears throat> no i'm sorry let me rephrase that it's important when you when you initially get in a, a relationship with someone it's important to make sure that that person had a decent childhood because if you're dealing with someone with a lot of past hurt, a lot of past childhood hurt, you are going to regret it. Because that person hasn't healed. If you know for a fact that person hasn't healed emotionally, and that person hasn't had counseling, and that person hasn't talked his problems out with somebody, you only open the door. Opening the door to an abuser, to a manipulator, and to a person who is an emotional wreck. And they have no regards for your feelings or nobody else's. Not even their own children. And that's the God and it's true. And abuser don't care about nobody. Because they are hurting. Come to find out, my abuser was not necessarily abused as a child. But he was the black sheep as a child. So he always was the one that was, you know, left out. Or, you know, he was dealing with issues too as a child so you know that's what i'm trying to say a lot of times they have hidden issues as children 
you know, he was the one, he was the child that was always sucking up to his daddy because his daddy really didn't show him no attention. He showed the other ones more attention than him. You know, so it's like in our, in our relationship, he didn't have to play suck up. So he wanted to be the aggressor. He wanted to show that he was strong and that he was somebody. You know, and it's just sad. That's why parents need to be mindful when raising their children. Make sure that you let each child know that you love them. Because that child will grow up and take it out on another adult. Or even on their own children. But I'm going to say this. I know a story, y'all, of a lady. This lady, um, she was a very um, high-class High standards, um, well-spoken, well-known in my community, African-American woman. And she actually was my best friend's mom. This lady was in a relationship with, I'm sorry, she was in an open relationship. I'm not talking about open sleeping with other people. I mean, people knew they were together. Relationship with a guy that was secretly abusing her. Nobody in a million years would have guessed that this was going on behind closed doors. The only way, the only reason why I found out was because I was best friends with her daughter. Long story short, this lady is deceased now. This happened last year. She was in her 50s or early 60s, I think. And she was a very nice looking lady. I'm talking about you would have never thought that this lady was dealing with something like this. She got murdered in front of her grandchildren by someone, by the guy that she had been with for over 10 years. And that, you know, they had established a household together, you know, living together and, you know, um, raising, helping, you know, they was living as a family, you know. But anyway, he murdered her and her sister. Her sister was at the house at the time when it happened, and he killed the sister too. Y'all, this has got to stop. This has got to stop. I mean, I don't know what's wrong with these, but some people, I, I can't say for all people, but I do know there are a lot of hidden issues within people that they're suffering from from their childhood. And it has to be talked out. It has to be, you know, it just has to be. A lot of things has to be just brought out in the beginning. Because if not, if your person is is an emotional wreck, is a, you know, dealing with heartache and pain from his mother and father, or her mother and father, and she's just pitiful inside, you're going to go through hell. (laughs) Take it from me, you're going to go through hell. So... Domestic violence is in no way, shape, or form a joke. Domestic violence is in no way, shape, or form something to be overlooked. Okay? Domestic violence is real. Do you not know the fear? I was afraid of my abuser. I was afraid of my abuser to where when me and him were getting arguments, I would have butterflies in my stomach because I was scared of him. I was afraid of a man that was supposed to protect me. Okay, I was afraid of a man that was supposed to love and protect me. But instead, he ended up mentally, physically, and emotionally abusing me. And verbally. And leaving a whole lot of scars that affected my self-esteem. Some of the things that he said to me, nobody, no man, no nobody had ever said to me. 
Okay, he had even had, he told me some. Oh, I just I don't want to get in detail, but he told me some things that really affected who I was as a person. So I'm telling you, be mindful. And fellas, if you have a girlfriend or wife, please be mindful how you treat her. If you know that you don't want her or you're not interested in her, or you don't want to just really want to just have sex or whatever you want to do, just keep it at that and don't take her on an emotional roller coaster and end up abusing her because you really don't want to, but you don't want to let her go either because you've established stuff with her. Don't do it, okay? Love, ladies, love yourself. Ladies, love yourself. I cannot emphasize that enough. Ladies, love yourself. You cannot love a person more than you love you. If you're dealing with somebody and they're abusing you and you stick with it, okay, you're sticking with it, and, you know, you're not trying to move forward, you're content in the abuse. You're content in your situation. This is not how it's supposed to be. And a husband, a husband is supposed to lead. A husband is supposed to protect. A husband is supposed to guide. Don't allow it to happen to you. What happened to my friend's mom? Don't allow your self-esteem to be that low or your your, your sense of self-worth or... You know, don't don't feel like you just have to be with a person because you're afraid to be alone or because you're afraid of them because there is help out there. They have shelters. They have um, resources. Every city has some type of resources. And guess what? If they're not helping, if you reach out to them and they don't help you as much as you think they should, go further. Restraining orders. And, you know, even I know that's not always a counselor, but do what you got to do. Figure it out. Do what you got to do. Move. If you have to move, you have to just move to a whole nother city, to a whole nother state. If it's, to, if it's to that point, move. It was a story in my city. Um, this father, well, no, I'm sorry. He wasn't the little girl's father. He was her stepfather, but... Long story short, he killed her. She was 19 months old. I would never forget that. That happened like in two. That happened years ago. But she was a beautiful African American baby girl, and the the stepfather. I'm assuming, you know, he was on some type of drugs or drinking. I don't know. But nobody in their right mind would beat a 19-month-old baby literally to death. Because of something simple as it, as make a mistake and use the bathroom in the bed, or you know something planned too much or whatever the case, he just did not like her baby. And guess what? That was the headline of the news paper article about the situation. That's what he stated out of his whole his own mouth, verbatim in court. I just do not like her baby. I just did not like her baby or whatever he said. I couldn't believe it. When they ask you why did you do it, that was the only explanation that you had. So my thing is this, women, when you get with these men, and men also, when you get with these women, and you're so physically attracted to this person, you like the way they look, you like the way they act, the way they dress, whatever, do you not know? Do you not see that it's a bigger picture? 
than just out of appearance. The devil can, the, you know, the, anybody can put on clothes. Anybody can put on a, a, a nice tight top and tight pants and or a, a suit and tie. Anybody can do that. That's not nothing out of the norm. But what's under those clothes? What's in? What's under the? What's under those looks? And half of the time, we just don't want to be lonely. We get with people off the strength of not wanting to be lonely. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. But I thank you all for tuning in. And until next time, this is Dear Future Husband Radio. And also, I'm sorry, if you have any questions, email me at ysmitchell82 at gmail.com. If you know a person that's in a domestic violence situation and needs help and needs a place to stay, Tell them to contact domestic violence shelters in their city. Tell them to reach out to people, anyone, it don't even matter, somebody that you think will help. Somebody can help you. Somebody can help you even if you have to move to another state. Someone can help you. All right, y'all. That's it for today. <laughs>